Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's Bashamania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashamania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. All right. We're here. Bashamania, I think, episode 147. Brought to you by our friends at Attack. If you guys haven't downloaded the Attack app yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. As I've said before, Attack is an AI strength and conditioning coach, nutritionist, mentality mentor in your pocket. It's a beautiful app. Your age, your goals, your program. You go level up, download Attack. You can log your workouts. You can attack your workouts with with workouts they'll give you. Um, awesome app. Download Attack. It's ATAC. It's in the Apple App Store. Corby, how are you? Man, I'm I'm doing good. I, I don't know if it's a good a while, or bad man. idea to get you all riled up before we start recording. You know, man, I'm riled up. I, it's been a while. You know, Willie got sick on me. Um, he's gonna be out of quarantine on Saturday. Um, so we haven't we haven't done a show since Iowa, Iowa State. Haven't been able to speak about any of that yet. Um, <laughs> I'm all I'm all wound up. I've got a lot going on. I'm going to skip all that. I'm going right into, I'm going right into these national duels, but first Jason first, Bryant. J- hey, Jason Bryant yes. slapped the wrist of those who, who call it national duels and not. Clean. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is not <laughs> national duels. Sorry. I'm going to get, Oh my gosh. I'm going to have two coaches. Sorry. Penn state. I'm sorry. Iowa collegiate duels, collegiate duels. It is not the national duels. It's a collegiate duels. And I yeah, guess I'm going to get my hand slapped for that too. I, I happened to see Jason Bryant last night tell somebody that. And as soon as you said that, I go, Oh, love it. Um, I Jason guess- was on his nerd game there. Little nerd <laughs> game. I love it. I love when Jason goes nerdy with like, Six I love it when he row. doesn't do it to me because I like learning. If he like puts out like a 10 tweet thread about something, I do enjoy learning about it because I probably would have never just taken the time to go look something like that up. I just don't like when he does it to me. <laughs> But, I think some people go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, I think for the collegiate duels, the best thing we can do is start with like the one one because, you know, I will shout out Intermat and Josiah Fanco. They're both, I see creating content and I know Rockman's creating content because there's a pay-per-view, but I haven't seen a lot of content when I was trying to look this up this morning and last night, and, and really just try to prepare as best as I can, even though I know these preview shows, they're Corby mania, because you come with all the facts, you come with the value, and that's why I love having you on here. But as I'm looking this stuff up, I'm like, man, it's just not easy to see as much content as there probably should be. And I know, you know, it definitely doesn't help if Flow ignores events like this. Because I think even though Flow is a model based around promoting their events that they're streaming, I, I do still think it's a little weird they're not covering this more when you have like, what, six, seven of the top 11 teams competing. You have, I went through this morning, I think all the weights have three to five guys in the top 10. At each weight, it's a loaded, a loaded bracket loaded uh competition and i am stunned there's not more coverage i forgot the point i was trying to make initially but there is some confusion so i guess we'll start at the events on rockfin it is a pay-per-view we're not going to have the pay-per-view debate episode that i know (laughs) um not with me necessarily just in general no but it's a ten dollar you know I would love to get Martin to call in. We and uh, me, you, and Martin can talk pay per view. I, I would love to do that. 
I'm going to I'm going to send them a text and see, because I do think it's good for people to hear. Um, I've heard, obviously, your side. I've heard his side. And I think it is an interesting conversation, especially I think it'd be good to have it after the event because you can talk mm -hmm. the metrics. You can talk how it went and you can have more of an intellectual conversation around it. So it is a $10 pay-per-view. It's a one-time pay-per-view cost on top of your Rockfin subscription. There's 12 teams competing. Starts at 11 a.m. Monday. The last duel is at 9 p.m. Excuse me, 9 p.m. Eastern, which I personally mm -hmm. don't like. Um, I, I think there was confusion there. My opinion, I don't know. I assume they didn't realize that that part of the panhandle was central when they made the event. It's yeah. central time zone. So now it becomes nine Eastern, not eight Eastern. Um, and like you said, the planning and, and nothing against uh, uh, Frank Pop, Popolizio, journeyman, but and he'll he'll probably admit it like, um, you know, that part of promoting an event isn't really his strong suit, I would say, like he does a gr great events. He does his journeyman classics. He does some amazing freestyle stuff. But you always have to dig to find them. They're never, he has his own little Tornaflex bracketing thing he runs them on. They're just never, just not as strong as suit, right? And I thought early on, maybe he would get more involved. I thought maybe the Intermat team, maybe Willie, and maybe we would get more involved in it. I had some ideas when we were bouncing around. I wanted to go to each school and get some footage of guys and talk to the coaches about them and then make yeah. a collegiate dual film about it just never surfaced. They just, it just kind of what everybody just did their own thing. Um, so it's no big deal. I hope in the future, I hope next year, maybe he reaches out, maybe we're going to be down there. Um, and maybe that, that can happen, that can form with Intermat. And then maybe next year it, it can kind of, you know, Intermat can jump in maybe and start, you know, doing that, promote it, go around, get some films going, get some stories, some interviews, um, yeah. promote the event. Right. And we're going to be down there and we're going to set up uh, our, our cameras and stuff live. So our hope and plan is to like snatch coaches, snatch athletes, and I mean, we can go live right there. So yeah. that's our plan. That's our hope to do some of that. Um, we'll be there doing interviews and stuff. And I don't know if we'll be, I know um, Hazard and uh, Fretwell are commentating, but there's a lot of duels in a row. I think Willie may jump in. I'm not sure how that's all going to work. Yeah. There's, um, but it's going to be interesting. Can't wait. Um, my thing though is, and I'm going to, I'm not going to get on the pay-per-view tangent at all, but um, a little bit on the format and setup of the event a little bit, I guess. Initially there was a collegiate dual Rockfin page started, right? Yeah. And you had Mark on, and he spoke about how that was going to run for five years and they were going to do payouts percentages yeah. on how you placed. Right. Well, then all of a sudden pretty much, I mean, everybody, like a lot of people started pages that didn't have them. And then everybody that has pages is now like, hey, sign up through us and pay the pay-per-view to watch, right? So now what's going on is all the programs are like, well, heck, we want the big portion of the, of the, of the sign-up. Why should we share the sign-up with 12? So it's kind of wrestling. We're eating our own again. This is why we can't have a national duels per se and we have to go this collegiate route where red and blue don't wrestle we just we can't figure it out right and 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 the problem i have with the pay-per-view model i'm not going to get into it i do not <laughs> i do not mind a pay-per-view model to watch 19 dual meets that's great but as you know in the wrestling world you give somebody an inch they're going to take a mile now what's going to happen i mean we already saw they wanted the pay-per-view sacred heart penn state and or or whatever another duel i think oregon state right so you're going to pay ten dollar pay-per-view for that i mean and then we're going to see the platform's not there yet right like how could tony hager charge a ten dollar pay-per-view for the donny brook when it's an 11 hour continuous stream you have to go to track wrestling about and watch the dashboard to find out who's wrestling there's no scoreboard no name on this thing you have to go back and try to watch nine hours to find out who wrestled like you, you can't charge a $10 pay-per-view for that. Not when you're not what you're, when you get up to par with your competitor. Okay. When you get up to par with your competitor, you have the software, you got one click matches now fine, but you want to charge 10 a month and then 10 a pay-per-view that's 20, 20 times. Now 
You know what I'm saying? Let's say I do one of those every month. Now I'm at 240 versus the 150 on flow. And yeah, their streams may crash, but guess what? They got scoreboards. They got brackets. I can go watch it. So to me, that's my debate a little bit. It's like, we want to say, oh, well, ESPN does it. ESPN plus does it for the UFC. Stop it. That's where you're going to, that's who you're going to compare Rockfin to right now. I mean, it just, well, we yeah, can have this debate later. We can have this debate later and hopefully we'll be able to after the event. Let's see these metrics. Let's see the case study Rockfin comes out with. Um, it's just, these team, listen, the pay-per-view isn't going to be as high as they think. They thought they were going to make the money by these subs at the collegiate duels on the channel, but now everybody's fighting for to get their own subs. So where is this really going to benefit? Yeah, it's going to be the first wrestling event ever that teams get paid, but a team like Hofstra or somebody, if you're the last place and you trickle down, you end up getting two or $3,000. I mean, yeah, it's two or three grand more than you would have had, but that's, you know what I'm saying? I understand. It's it's a wrestling event. Everybody's going to get money. Better than what we've ever had can still be better. And uh, that's where I come in at. And uh, yeah. And then I want to get on this real quick. John Smith yesterday says that he's not sending his starters to the scuffle due to COVID. They're worried about COVID, but they're going to send, they're going to send their backups. So I guess backups are COVID. They can't get it. I don't know. So you're not worried Can't about your backups, backups? Just give it to the starters? That doesn't make any I sense. Would, I would think so. So I don't know what's going on there. I hope we don't see a trend of COVID ducking. You know, it's like if you're worried about COVID, then your whole you would worry about COVID for your whole team, right? Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. No. So I don't know. I hope we don't start. I know <laughs> come, come, come Midlands and Scuffle next week, this, this event, I love it. But what started happening when they did these duels in Florida a few years ago, less people started wrestling at Scuffle and Midlands. You're going to see it again. Scuffle and Midlands fields are going to not be good. They're going to be way down. Um, and people are going to be complaining about it. And, I mean, already I tell you, Monday glory not going. Schroeder not going. Um, Purdue not going to send most of their starters. Princeton not sending a lot of their starters. Okie State's not going to send their starters to scuffle. NC State more than likely no starters to scuffle. Um, a lot of a lot of teams. I, I, Iowa probably not a lot of starters to Midlands. Um, this kind of goes back too to the you and Willie talk a lot about it. We don't have to rehash the whole thing, but the fact that the regular season doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it goes back to to me, it, sports specialization, right? I mean, yeah. I've been thinking more and more about it. And it's sports specialization, right? Think about 15 years ago, your average 18 year old today probably has triple the mat time going into college than the kid did 15 years ago with yeah. the sports specialization, right? They used to wrestle four or five months a year. Now they're doing it 12, um, you know, sometimes twice a day. Um, so I think when they get there, they're that, and, and college coaches are, Hey, instead of wrestling 25, 30 matches, every single season we wrestle 15 they're trying to get their guys to four national tournaments right and i don't blame i guess i'm seeing both i've been in deep thought had a lot of time and no shows and and uh thinking and uh, i think a lot about wrestling obviously every day i wake up it's probably one of the first things i start doing it's kind of <laughs> just what i do and uh so i've been thinking about that and i think that has a lot to do with it right and we're getting and what are we also doing we're all of a sudden, what do we add into college? We added medical, more medical red shirts than ever. Guys skipping years and coming in. And, and guys are, it used to be out of college at 22, 23. Look at Kemmer. Now guys, 26, 27. Yeah. Kemmer is still it's, not probably competing this weekend. It's like, what's the point yeah. of another year if you're not competing? And if you're not healthy or whatever, that's fine. But it's like, why why stick around just for the, for the end of the year for the national tournament? It kind of, I don't know. I think... It's disappointing. I guess that's a good segue to start talking about the actual duels. Um, so well, there's there's a red pool and a blue pool. Mm -hmm. They will not wrestle each other. And you know what? At first, I was disappointed. But I do understand that, like, let's say Penn State, Iowa win each pool. Those guys are already going to potentially wrestle each other three times during the year. And they thought they'd get more coaches on board by saying, you're not going to see your conference opponent once again. So, you know, I don't know. It's not really a tournament if the, if the two winners don't meet, but we are going to see, you know, at least two duels per school and then 
no three duels really um mm -hmm. three duels per school so it's going to be fun i don't know how you want to break this down i guess i'll start with where your notes are at because we could go that's fine let's by go time. red you want to go red first yeah let's just do red like we could go uh let's do let's do uh red we could start with red mat one if you would like that sure. would be um lehigh cmu and iowa right so yeah. uh those out of that mix i mean obviously everybody's gonna have iowa coming out of there um but you know we could we could potentially you know we're gonna we'll start at the top right that three there because this we're we have we have stencil wood cassiope at heavyweight here in this three okay i know and if you look at the whole pretty good we have half the top 10 you have schultz and kirkley in the blue too so the yes. fact that you have half the top 10 heavyweights here is pretty fun <laughs> yeah to see these guys all go at it is going to be interesting um i don't know how it shakes out i say i say cassiope goes two and oh i say who do you like wood stencil at this point it's tough i i personally like wood um i do too i don't know something about him you know i get guys stuck in my head and even when i know and the perfect example is foca i told you i liked foca heading to cklv you said ah he's a little small he's not really there yet and sure enough that's exactly how it played out right but i had it <laughs> in my head similarly i have jordan one in my head here is just like ready to see him kind of really elevate a little bit yeah, it, it's interesting. Um, a couple other ones may be interesting. I mean, you know, Meyer, Meyer beat Wenzel. Now we saw yeah. Wenzel just lose to Karchla, but but Meyer Lehigh did beat him. So we could see a Meyer Marinelli. Now I'm not saying Meyer's on Marinelli's level, but he did upset Wenzel. So that's just something to keep an eye on. At uh, 157, we're gonna have Lovett from Central Michigan, who's a pretty athletic kid who's made made the tournament before. And then we have Young and Humphreys. Now, this is an interesting match because Humphreys is really good on top and he's very good with the legs. So if he can neutralize the match, that's just one one to keep an eye on. Um, Manzona Bryant, kid at Lehigh, is very athletic. Um, I imagine, you know, that's a duel where maybe they list both Seabrecht and Mirren. Maybe we see, maybe we see one of them go you know, they split there maybe. And then Miriam goes on day two. So we could see Seabreck in one of those matches. And then Dresden Simon's a guy who's ranked up there at 141. He's pretty crafty, um, short, stumpy guy, him and Ironman, you know, keep an eye on that. Um, and then in that pool, that's, you know, out of that mix, those are really the highlight matches that I kind of, that yeah. I kind of think about, um, in, in that pool, I have Iowa coming out of that. Um, I imagine you do too. What yeah. about Lehigh CMU? Did you ever, did you look at that duel at all? I, I, didn't, I didn't look at it too much. Um, okay. You know, I tried looking at kind of the surface level. I like mm -hmm. the, the Missouri NC state duel. I yep. like, I like the Virginia tech sun or Arizona state. Yeah. I, I like these duels that are like the exciting ones. I like leaning on you for the ones that are like, keep an eye on this guy, keep an eye on that one. Cause I look yeah. at some of these things on the surface and it's like, as soon as I look at the red pool, I think, can mm -hmm. we get Marinelli O'Toole? Yeah. Well, that's what, so yeah, we're going to get there. Um, so, and then I, I just further down the road on this side, I feel Lehigh beat CMU. And then when yep. we talk on the other side, I think Binghamton goes 0-2 against Missouri and NC State. So that would match up a CMU Binghamton, okay? And so last year, first round NCAA tournament, Doyle and Stencil met. Matt starts, Doyle launches Stencil, throws him to his back to start the match. Stencil comes back, ends up pinning him. So that's just be interesting. You know, is Stencil going to be – you know, hey, gonna give this guy something for throwing me to my back at the turn. You know, so it's just something to, or can or can Doyle do it again? So that's just one to kind of, you know, if if it happens, it's gonna be in the fifth, sixth place matches. You know, probably a lot of people aren't too interested in a in a, you know, a Binghamton CMU duel. I am because I'm interested in every duel, but um, <laughs> Doyle and Stencil, 
that's that's one. I mean, I broke every one of these duels down. That's something to look out for yeah. in that duel. Also, when CMU and Lehigh wrestle, this Connor McGonagall is is a tough kid, um, and he's he, he's strappy, he's strambly. So I'm interested. Not that he's going to beat Simon, but just some of the some of the scrambles and flurries in that match could be could be interesting. Um, and then hey, let's. Let's go over and talk about the uh, Binghamton, Missouri, NC State. Um, man, this this is going to be this is going to be an unbelievable duel between NC State and Missouri. Um, yeah, I think that in Virginia Tech, Arizona State are like yep. Those are just two stupid, exciting duels. Obviously, for me, my favorite is Penn State Cornell. I'm looking forward yep. to that so much. But man, Virginia Tech, Arizona State, and then. This one is just this one. So, I mean, if you if you throw in, you know, so you're going to have we have, and we're going to this is interesting, too. At 97. Now we got Louis Dupre going up. Let's be honest. I'll be honest. Hasn't looked good. Louis Dupre hasn't really looked good at 97. Yeah. Um, Hasn't got the feel going yet. He's a great wrestler. He has a good feel. So I I think it's just a bigger guy, you know, getting the feel for him. Um, so it, I'm interested to see how we're going to get him with Trumbull and we're going to get him with Rocky Elam. So it's going to be interesting to see where we're going to find out, you know, where to pray sits here. Right. I mean, I could see him losing the Elam, but if, but if, if he's not beaten Trumbull at this point, then I'm a little worried, not worried, but it's like, you know, he's not, he's, he's not really figuring out like I thought he would. Um, Jeremiah Kent, Trent Hidley. I mean, Kent's a, a big, strong guy. I, I look for Trent to win that match, but but uh, that's interesting. Um, let's go through that. Let's go through that duel. Um, okay. Noah Certain, Jacob Camacho. Who do you like in that match? I like Camacho. Um, Me too. It's like a gut, gut call. You know what I mean? It's one of those matches yeah. that seems to be great matches. Camacho, I think, is going to pull away with it. Now, uh, Trey Crawford, and I always said O'Rein, but I'm being told it's O'Rini, which, okay, O'Rini. <laughs> um, so I like him over Crawford. Yeah. Um, and then Alan Hart and Jack. I like Hart. What about you? I'm torn. I don't know that I'm pulled either way more than the other. And then Edmund Wilson, I think that is a toss-up match, but I'll give the edge to Wilson. Yeah. So then JQ's and Ed Scott. Now this is Wilson, the match. by the way, too. I will say that when you when you don't give Wilson credit, he shows up and has himself a a day. Fact. <laughs> That's what I look forward to. <laughs> My opinion. So this duel could be a five-five come down the bonus, unless I hope it a is. lot of people. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people think JQ's, you know, favored at 57 over Ed Scott. This is yep. the match that I think can flip this dormy. Okay. I could be um, wrong, but Ed Scott's wrestling pretty good. Yes, he is. Yes, he I is. Am. He went out there last year. He cut the 49, wasn't a 49, sucked it up because the year didn't count to get the feel, to get the matches because it didn't count. And it's paying off. He's looking good at 57. Um, that match, man, I'm torn with it. I'll go Scott. And then O'Toole, that could turn it for me because I'd have uh, Camacho, Orini, Wilson, Scott, and then uh, both Hidleys would make it 6-4 duel for me. So that 57 is the turning point for me because I like O'Toole over Bullard. The question yeah. is, does O'Toole get bonus here? That's what I was just thinking. When, when you talk about O'Toole and Elam, Mm-hmm. Do they get bonus and how does that fact? And obviously we're talking to them because, you know, what they've been doing recently is very, very impressive on the junior world mm-hmm. level um, on the, on a world stage. They're, they're looking incredible. So you think about those guys for bonus, but really when you have a duel like this, you know, I think I was reading a article that I want to say Earl Smith put it out about, mm-hmm. you know, questions we'll see at this event. And he put something good out. That, you know, it's just along the lines of like when you have a dual meet like this, it's funny how sometimes rankings go out the window and you have that energy where you get the big upsets, you get those matches that maybe there's bonus. Like 
that's what I think this duel is going to come down to who gets bonus, who gets the upset. It's, it seems so like five, five, you know, close. You got to wonder. And I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be some of these matches that maybe surprise you. Maybe it's bonus. I think it's going to be fun for sure. And then, you know, and can Hayden or Trent get bonus, right? Can, yep. can Hayden bonus Mako or can Trent bonus Kent, right? And then I don't know if Elam can bonus Trumbull. And then you have Elam and Treffen, who Treffens look pretty good. So to me, I, who I think wins is NC State. I agree. Nothing against NC State that, that don't, I, I want to see Bolo Tool. So I would like Missouri to pull it off. I don't think it happens. I think it's NC State. I think there's a couple toss-up matches in there. I think you could call 49-57 and possibly 41 toss-ups. And I like NC State to get two of those, right? So I think they win the duel there due to that. Now, I want to see Marinelli and uh, – and O'Toole as much as anybody. I just, my opinion, I don't think we're going to get it. And NC State does not match up well against Iowa at all. When we get to that later on, which we'll get to, I guess we can go there now. Since I have NC State winning the duel, I broke down NC State versus Iowa. And it sounds like as we go through it, you kind of got NC State winning it as well. Same thing. I think NC State wins. I literally want Missouri just because I want to see Marinelli O'Toole. That's will we do a pick 'em contest every week on duels. Willie picked Missouri, and then last night in one of, in our one of our groups um, chats, I I broke the duel down, the matchups, and put who I thought was going to win. And then he re- came back. He said, "Oh man, now that you wrote it like that, he's <laughs> like I've I've got NC State. He's like I think Scott can beat JQs and." that'll win them the duel. And I said, that's, that's exactly what I have. So um, just my opinion, um, I, I would I think love that duel's, to see. I believe that duel is at three o'clock Eastern. Okay. I okay. believe. So for that's those awesome. listening, it's on Rockfin three o'clock Eastern. I have no idea. I, we're going to be in the building probably an hour before it starts and probably leave an hour after it ends, I would imagine. But we did stay an extra day. So we do have a place on the beach there. And um, the, the duels don't, they don't stop. Like the very no. first one is at 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And the next duel is 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Next duel, 3 p.m. to 4.45 or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, like, so it's nonstop. It's, it's 12 straight hours or something. Yeah, I love it. That's great for me. Two mats going. <laughs> two mats going. Only two. Yeah. And, and. <laughs> You know, where it's three, four, it's hard to watch, but you can, we have two eyes. We can watch two things at once, right? So, I mean, only, I mean, it's going to be unbelievable. We're going to get, I mean, and dual meets, like, you know, in a tournament, you miss matches. There's a bunch of maps going on. You can't see it all. Um, This is going to be amazing. You can just lock in two mats. Um, One thing, two people at home watching on Rockfin, you are able to run two, two computers. You can run two computers at home off your you know, same IP address. So you can set two computers up, Matt, one, Matt, two, um, and, and watch them. You can, you know, I know there's, you know, you got to go probably old school HDMI cable or, or I believe there's maybe one other way to get it on your TV. Right. Some people, I think I airplayed. If you airplay, have an that's what Apple people do. TV, I'm that's what sure they do. Yeah. And I've, I've airplayed. Yeah. I don't have that, so I'm still 15 years in the past. I run the HDMI cable. I'm not. I I don't care. Whatever and, gets uh, on the TV. <laughs> yeah, whatever gets on my big screen. So, but I'll be there. But no, that's that. It's going to be great. Can't wait. Now let's go into that. Let's go into. We'll start off then on the first place side of things. Um, on this Iowa final, right? I have Iowa versus NC. Day. Yep, I now, agree. To me, what you got Tariq Mirren, we got Tariq Mirren, right? Yep. And you have Hayden versus Brands, and you have Trent versus Miles or Assad. Those are the three matches that I give NC State a chance to win. I think we, unless we don't, now this is a duel where I, we're going to see Spencer. 
okay, this weekend. We're going to see him. He's going to wrestle. When, where, right? In a duel, in a Missouri duel, I think they have to wrestle him to win. In an NC State duel, I'm not sure that they have to wrestle him to win. So I don't know if we see him against Camacho or if we see him early on against Berglund or Lane. And I, I have a hard feeling, I have a hard time believing that we see him two consecutive days, right? I just, I don't know that they wrestle him two consecutive days right off the bat. So if we see him against Lehigh or Central Michigan, and let's say NC State wins, I don't know if we see him against Camacho. Maybe we do. I could be totally off my rocker, which I've been, you know. I also don't know if they know that right now. They might want to they see, don't. you know, how he feels, what what's going on. I don't think it's preset right now, but I agree. I do think we see Spencer this weekend. Matchups will matter. Um, I don't, like you said about Kemmer earlier, I don't think we see him yet. No, go back know. to all his interviews. Go back in time. He was the last one to come back. He really was unsure. He said he only came back for his title. He has a lot of miles on him. He, I'm not going to get into it, but people, they're, He's got a minor nagging reoccurring thing that happens. So that, that sets him back sometimes that isn't able to train. And then, you know, if you're off the mat for 10 days, it takes a while to get back sometimes. So, but he'll be back. Kem will be back. He's fine. He's going to be, he's going to wrestle this year. It's just not time yet. Um, you know, I'm not ruling out Midlands. We could see him at Midlands. Maybe we could that. see him for maybe two if we if we don't be surprised if we saw him at Midlands just for two. A lot of times the first time out it opens, guys will go out. We see it in the beginning of the year, the yeah. first open, scroll back to the first weekend of November. How many guys went out, wrestled two, and defaulted? It just happens. Coaches tell them, go get two. Um, now I'm not saying that happens for sure. If we see him at Midlands, that wouldn't shock me if he just did two. And by the way, we may you know, I will say too that as fans, because I'm hand up, I'm guilty of this. When you see someone not wrestling yet, you get like frustrated, but there is always two sides of it. Sometimes it's there is. stupid reasons. Other times it's validated. And I know that like with the Penn state guys, when they don't wrestle, I'm usually pretty aware of why and what it is. So you don't see me nag on them too much. Cause I know all oh, they're banged up. All oh, they got the flu, whatever. So I, I you know, we do have to kind of remember that, they're just college kids. <laughs> you know, it's like they're just yep. college kids. They're not professional athletes. NIL, maybe they can get paid a little bit of money, but they're not professional athletes. Correct. And and like you said, it's and I know too, you know, Twitter now, everybody's wanting to fire up, but it's like, and sometimes, like you said, sometimes you may know more than than I mean, that's that's what we're supposed to do, right? We're supposed to know a little bit more than everybody else, right? So um sometimes you know a little bit more. So you just you don't say nothing because Hey, it's at something nagging. It's this, or you, we may, I mean, I'm not going to talk about the athlete, but there was a, a pretty big name guy that missed a couple weeks ago or a week ago. And nobody, we didn't say nothing. Why? Because we knew he was contact traced. Okay. We knew, yeah. we knew that he was contact traced. And so we, we didn't say anything. So, um, and I know he was, you know, he was, he was ready eager. to go. He <laughs> was, yeah, he was eager. He, he, was, eager. To call out. <laughs> he was eager, but, uh, no, so so you don't say nothing in them situations, right? So um, now this IONC State duel, is there any other match besides – now there's a couple, I guess. 97 is interesting between Trumbull and Warner. And um, I think Scott and Young, the way Scott's been wrestling, can he neutralize and slow the match down, right? Other than that, I mean, I see it 7-3-8-2 on paper for Iowa. I see a Missouri duel a lot closer for Iowa. Isn't that so, funny about – and I guess this – you know – I kind of went off on, not went off on Twitter. I, You say one thing that the public doesn't agree with, and it's going off. All I said was, I don't think Oklahoma State should be ranked ahead of Penn State anywhere on any level. But it's funny, as we're talking about how Missouri is a better matchup potentially for Iowa, but NC State looks better in the Missouri duel. It's funny how dual meets have that dynamic of matchups and how much those matchups matter. Um I saw that in, in again, one of the articles Earl Smith put out on Intermat about how Hofstra has three guys ranked 
unfortunately, they're going against three hammers from Arizona State. You know, in another duel where they have three ranked guys against maybe not so great guys, that that matchup looks so different because of how the duels lined up. But I do stand by the fact that Oklahoma State should not be ranked ahead of Penn State anywhere on any level. Sorry, Earl, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> he will. He'll listen. But love Earl. He's doing great work over there. He's doing great Nevada. work. I, yeah. And look, I'm a Penn State homer. Like, don't take my comments seriously sometimes. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, no, I, we we totally understand that. Um, yeah, I, I, I razz on the ranking sometimes, too. I don't even – it's so funny when you got into it that day. I had to go look. And nothing again, just, you know, when you're so entrenched in it. Like, even before I started, you know, became on a podcast, like I've been doing this stuff forever. So when you're yeah. so – entrenched in I think it. you told me you you it. It when he was in diapers <laughs> yeah I mean and then and then Ramos Ramos actually came on and said that I was around Illinois when he was in diapers which is true I probably saw Tony Russell his first match ever in um a lot of his matches uh growing up I was you know around but um anyway yeah so when I don't even really pay attention to rankings because I don't either I kind of know right you kind of know yourself so and I, Earl, I guess, I mean, I, and then I started looking the other day and I mean, you know, they, Earl does a good job. You know, people don't know that old D one CW D one CW website back way before you bash. You probably don't even know about this one. And I've heard it of was, it. I don't know it familiarly. Yeah. Well. And, and it was old school. Like every guy you could go on the team and click on the guy, it was Russell stat before Russell stat. You could go each roster, each team, click on the guy. It would have a drop down of all the matches he wrestled that year. And so um, it was awesome. And did and Earl so run that? Earl ran that. That was Earl's website. He ran it for years. It would had a form on it. It had, it was, it was awesome. And, um, and he did rankings on it and this, and it was so funny because Earl Smith, it just sounds like some old 70 year old smoking a cigar. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> In his voice. So I, and then when years ago, then when I finally met Earl, I was like, oh my God, like he's younger than me. And, you know, he's, he doesn't smoke cigars and he's not 70. So, um, yeah, but he does a great job with the rankings. And now everybody's picking them up, right? I mean, rankings are on Big Ten Network or Intermat rankings are on ESPN. Um, so, yeah, it's good, right? And, and, and listen, and I'm not a flow basher at all. You know that I don't, and some of those guys I get along with and, 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 that's fine. We all have jobs to do. Right. And, um, but I think the competition is great, you know, and that's why in my, you know, my tweet, I said, Hey, you know, about that. I said, Hey, well, CBS tells me about games that were played on Fox because Hey, if we want to be news people and wrestling, we Willie and I on our show, we talk, we talk about flow. We talk about, Oh, go watch this on flow. Who cares? You know what I mean? How long are you going to well, be and, petty? You know? And, and I agree totally. And I can't remember if I said his name to start the show or to you off air, but Josiah at fan. Yeah. Like I, we Josiah. need more people and I've never met him. I just, I love the content he's putting out. It, it's, it's very in line with what I'm doing. Like just promote the sport, get content out there. That's not predicated around. Obviously you're always going to have some bias on Bashmania on, on the Instagram channel and stuff. I try to promote athletes who come on. If you come on the show, we're going to promote you. It's just how it goes. Our audience is invested in you. We know your story. We're, we need more people that aren't tied to a streaming service alone to promote it. As mad as I get or as frustrated as I get sometimes at Flow, I understand business. I'm a business guy. So I get it. The, the thing that sucks is when people sit here and complain and don't do anything about it. If you have a Twitter, and, and I'm going to try... I'm actually, I think, going to launch a Discord server. I don't know if you're into crypto and NFT at all, but these Discord servers are going nuts. They're like the old forms modernized. Live chat, real time. None of this, you know, go through a thread stuff, which if you're a form guy, that's great. But these live chats, I think, could be huge. And I think just the more you get your voice out there, the more it matters. Sometimes people say, well, I don't have an audience. I don't have a voice. Just get it out there. And I think that will help the sport. And I think, you know, the more people that jump in, the more people that – and Intermat's kind of an outlier because they've always they're, – they're the biggest 
media out there that's not tied to a specific streaming service. They're the one media brand, I think, out there that is like a traditional hub. You know, it's very unique that you don't have them running events. And I know Willie wants to do events, but that right now they're just news and we need more of that. The more content being created, the better. Yeah, definitely. And we will, there'll be some announcements coming, but we are going to be streaming a high school event in a couple of weeks, the Geary Invitational on that scouts. There's like five nationally ranked teams, over 30 nationally ranked wrestlers. And then there will be an event streamed uh, in April on Intermat. So um, yeah, so we got, there's some things coming up um, down the pipeline, but um, yeah. It's very interesting. I, I like I like having more avenues out there for people um, to read, to go to. And, you know, I think I think right, it helps let's, the sport. Let's talk blue. Let's talk blue pool. You want to talk blue pool? OK, real quick on real quick. I want to talk real fast on red pool for um, I think we could end up with a Lehigh. We could end up with a Lehigh. Missouri possibly or a you know maybe we could end up with that um if we do end up with a with that there, there's some interesting matches in there you could get Humphreys and JQs and uh Meyer who beat Wenzel and O'Toole um and then blue pool what do you think who do you like in the blue pool I like your guys do you Penn like State Penn State Homer. I, I like Penn State I you know I think Penn State comes away with this I will say that I love the Penn State Cornell duel. I think Penn State's going to win Sarayani more than people think they're going to win by. Now, who do you have? Yanni versus. So I don't. I don't think we're going to have. Do you think Yanni's going down? (laughs) I just. I I was just trying. I was just trying to. I was just I, trying to see what I, you say. I'm assuming Vito's going 25. Yes. I don't think he's going 33. I think that, you know, that's that's a win for Cornell. Um, no, 30, we'll see Yanni at 49. He'll be Yeah, 33, Roman. Um, I don't know who they're going to throw out Cornell at 33. But, but going through, joy. yeah, you know, I like Roman there. I love Lee. Um Yanni Bo's going to be a great match. Yanni's going to go away with it. Who do you like at 57? Um, well, I don't know what they're going to do there, right? I mean, Negrin came out. I mean, Tony Tony looked great against Humphreys, right? A lot of energy. Do they do they go with him or do they go with Bearclaw? Um, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Dude, I want That's him gonna... to win that duel so bad. He got screwed. He did. He got screwed. That was like, what an awesome debut at Rec Hall. And then you get screwed. That ref was just, I I don't, aside from the Bills games, I don't get on the refs too much on Twitter. That ref was atrocious. Atrocious. He bad. He's bad. All, he's bad a lot too. It's it's crazy. And he's, he keeps going to nationals and he's, he's bad a lot. Um, That's a toss up match there. I mean, at 57, right? Um, yeah. I mean, if, you know, he can get to his legs like he like he was. And then, you know, the Dean Cardenas, right? I mean, how's that how's that gonna play out, right? Um, I mean, I think Dean wins it, but you know, like, you know, his old team. But the, the storyline um, of Max Dean going against his old team with his new team, like I'm here for mm-hmm. that. Totally. And we haven't seen Luis Fernandez since the Stanford match. Hurt his knee. Will he be back? I anticipate he will be. Um now we got some interesting ones though. Um, I mean, Kirk Fleet Fernandez. I like Kirk. Um, I like Dean Brooks. Oh, Folka and Carter, right? Folka Scrambly. I think it can get some interesting positions in that match. I think it yeah, can be interesting I mean, scrambles. I was high on Folka for the CKLV, and he let me down. <laughs> and I think Carter is gonna. I think Carter is going to do what Carter does and that sometimes mm-hmm. keep matches maybe closer than they need to be. Yeah. But 
I don't know that anybody has more ice in the veins. So if we get those interesting positions, it's one of those matches I'm just not even going to worry about because I've learned with Carter, if you're ever worried about his matches, don't be. The kid just has ice in his veins every Definitely. time. Yeah, he impressed me against Nolf at the trials. I was really impressed with that one. Um, Vito Teske. Teske's was, I think he lost to Kabam Ban. was kind of a head scratcher. Came back. He's been hot since, right? He's beat yeah. some really good guys. Beat Latona, beat Certain. So, um, you know, Vito's first time down. Vito Teske. You know, see what I'm happens there. I like Vito, but me too. I'm excited, right? Yep. Be some good scraps. But Teske, um, if I'm correct, Big 12 champ last year. Pretty comfortable mm-hmm. in the weight. It'll be a great yep. test for Vito. Yes. I yes, think Vito's definitely. the better wrestler, but in this situation, I think it's going to be a great, great um, test for him. And then there's a kid by the name of Pat, uh, Pat Schoenfelder at UNI, 74. It, really athletic kid, scrambly. I think when him and Folka match up, that could be that could be something to just keep an eye on. A fun match to watch. Yep. Um, and then I like Cornell over UNI. I like Penn State over UNI. Um, and then I like Penn State over Cornell. Do you as yep. well? Yes. Okay. Yep. And then we've talked about. So then we got Penn State coming out of there, and then I got Cornell. Um. I got Cornell beating UNI. Um, yeah. So then I would have UNI Hofstra. And then I would have, um, now this one gets interesting. Vatek ASU. We've got being told Anthony Valencia will be there to wrestle. Anthony Valencia is wrestling on December Could we 18th. see Cal Valencia? I don't think so. I don't think so. Could I we? Think we're gonna, we. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I don't think we do. I okay. think they leave him in red shirt for now. Um, I think they go with Zane Coleman for now. I think they leave him in red shirt. But you know, Anthony's interesting. Anthony's going to Mexico to yeah. qualify the spot on December 18th. Okay, they wrestle on the 20th in Florida. Yeah, so he's going to wrestle in Mexico on the 18th, travel to Florida on the 19th, and supposedly mm, wrestle on 20 and 21. That. That's what I'm being told. I was told that he will be there. So that's very interesting. You know, a lot of COVID going on, this and that. He's probably going to have to test to get back in the country. Probably, You know what I mean? So um, who knows? You know what I mean? What's going to happen there? But he supposedly is going to be there. So that'll be interesting. In his pool, he'll have stamina already. Matches I think he can win. And then, you know, this is going to be an interesting duel meet. Um, What do you think of 49? Andonian Parco. Yeah. Or I like Andonian. Yeah. I like Andonian. He's just a honey badger, man. He's my favorite. He's the guy that I will not miss. I cannot miss. If he's wrestling, I have to watch it. And and the next guy that's getting on my list at that right now, people and I told I talked about him on the show before and at the early in the year and said guys are gonna learn to love this kid is uh Dean Hamidi. Dean Hamidi, Wisconsin 165 must watch kid must watch but when when Hamidi and O'Toole get together oh my oh my gosh it's gonna <laughs> oh my god it's gonna be unbelievable when that happens but um so Latona Courtney now Latona's struggling right we've seen some not so great results from Latona all weight related kids huge he would be up if if it wasn't for the extra year Myers would be gone he would be up but the extra year, you know, it posed some challenges. Got to cut back down. Going to get better as the year goes on. The body will get better. It'll feel better. It'll adjust. Just like we talked about FOCA a little bit, not cutting. You know, that old body will adjust. Yeah. It's going to happen for Latona. I expect second semester, if he does it right over the holidays, look to see a different Latona in the second half. So right now, I like Court. Yeah. Myers and McGee. My McGee dropped a match that I to Joe Greenwood. This I like year. Myers there. I like Myers. Yeah. Now they're listing Hill, I guess. Hill, I guess, had been out. Um, then went to an open last weekend, and I believe re-tweaked the injury. So I believe we see Colin Girardi here against Vasquez, and I like Vasquez. 
Andonian Parco. I like Andonian. So you probably do too. So we're yeah. two two. Teamer and Brad Brady. I like Teamer. Yeah. Valencia Allray. I like Valencia. Try the same. Then Lewis Coleman. I like Lewis. Then Bolin and Number. I like Bolin. So yeah, we're same. four four. Then I like Northfleet over Howard, and then I like Schultz over Traxler. Same. So that gives me ASU over Vatech. Great duel. Six four. So then that would that would pit us with a which with is funny a, because very similar to the red pool. Yes. I agree with you. Whereas I think it's gonna be Arizona State, but or I think it's gonna be yeah, I think it's gonna be Arizona State, but Virginia Tech, a potential Makai Lewis Carter Starocki match is so like how do you not root for that? I know, but I, I know. agree with you. I think it's going to be Arizona State, and then we will get we'll get Schultz and Kirk. Yeah, great match. We'll get Dean and Northfleet. Northfleet's a big ninety-seven. Dean's yep. coming up. Good test to see is Dean going to be able to handle the big ninety-sevens. Um, I like Brooks over Number. I like Staraki over Coleman. So on the back end there, I mean that's four four in a row maybe maybe schultz beats kurt um and then i like valencia over edsel i like teamer over uh whoever they run out there and then courtney i like and then i like rby and lee and then there's a toss-up match parko and bartlett that's a toss-up match um i got rby i got lee i got staraki brooks and dean and then i got toss-ups so if schultz wins and Parko wins. This is a five-five split. It could be interesting. This, these are so. The so if you if you look at this, it, I mean, I mean, Schultz beating Kirk is that going to surprise you at this time of year? If anybody beats Kirk right now, I'd be very surprised. I think he's on another level. Schultz is very very Huge. good. He yeah. He's he's ready to go, and he's training with um, my guy Eric Thompson right now. You know he's going to be ready. Um, Eric obviously knows Kirk very well, but yeah, I I don't. I'm a Penn State homer. I do think Penn State's going to win. I I think Kirk takes that match. I I think Bo Bartlett shows up. It's hard for me not to root for those guys and think that you're probably the more non biased one here for the people listening who want. Mm -hmm. I'm not on his well, take. I was like, well, happen, but here, here's the thing. Can okay, can Staraki and Brooks? Can Staraki major Coleman? Yeah, he can. Yeah. Probably will. Does he tech or pin him? Don't know. Brooks is he gonna major number? Yes. Does he tech or pin him? Don't know. Can Teamer major Bearclaw? Or Tony, you know, it's one of Negrin, those things, right? If, if 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 he can beat Negrin, if I mean, if he can major there, and then Courtney can major at twenty five. So we're each team has two potentials for kind of majors, right? I don't know if this RBY. That's going to be the one. Can RBY? get motivated or he's always motivated but can rby get going early and open it up against mcgee can rby I, major mcgee i think yes. that will that can be one that because you could start this duel with courtney with a major and then if rby comes back with a major and then lee vasquez and then parko bart they need parko to win and they need schultz to win right yeah. to give this to give them and i a don't chance think it's going to be happen Obviously, I'm biased. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I say Penn State wins. I think that they it's there's just a lot for Arizona State to do. They need to win two toss-ups. They need to major twice. And if you look at it, Penn State guys should major in a few places. It's kind of a reach to – and I could see RBY open it up. You know, I got to think that I'm always careful because I'm close to a lot of the Penn State guys. I don't. I try not to give away anything, but I'll say this as a fan for mm -hmm. years, Penn state was bonus points, pin, 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 tech, 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 pin, 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 tech, tech, tech. We haven't seen that. 
you know that the same coaches are at Penn State. They didn't stop liking bonus points. They didn't stop preaching bonus points. At some point, I do think we're going to start to see that more because you know these are guys who don't want to just win. They want to dominate, and they want to score points. And I keep kind of waiting for the guys, you know, and to be honest, the guy I'm seeing it, well, Roman probably the most, but second most, the guy I'm seeing like that go get it is Max Dean. He goes out there looking like Zane, you know, looking to inflict pain. But I'm wondering if this is going to be the event where maybe we see Penn State get back to some of those bonus point habits a little bit. And I think if that happens, we have a, you know, Right, like you're talking about. I think by the end of the year, you'll see uh, Nick Lee always does it, but you'll see Nick Lee get better on top, which he's, which is going to be scary. And you're going to see Bo as well. The, Jimmy Kennedy's going to start playing, playing, uh, coming into yeah. play here as the season goes on. Jimmy's really good, really good technician. There was a reason that they swapped Varner and Jimmy where they kind of, where are they struggling a little bit right now? Where are the young guys in the room right now? 41, 49, right? Trying to develop Van Ness, trying to develop Bartlett, trying to figure out 57, right? Those are all guys that Jimmy, those are Jimmy guys, right? So he'll get in there. They'll figure, they'll figure those out. Those guys will keep getting better. Uh, he'll develop those guys. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, listen, March is going to be great. I mean, with the additions up there now, I mean, we got massa back. We got, I mean, we drug Massa out of the woods and, I mean, got him to an open. Now he's back. And Soriano's going to be back. And so Michigan's going to be in there. Iowa's going to have a great team. Penn State's going to have a great team. You know, where a couple months ago, it was uh, Iowa's going to run away with this thing and it's going to be boring. I mean, Detroit's going to be, I mean, it's over with. You know, Willie was talking about next year, Penn State Willie. He, you know, he went to I love 20, Penn State Willie. I want to join the yeah, club. <laughs> he went to 2023 crystal ball rankings. You know, it's just, it's over. And, and then, you know, he jinxed everything and boom, now we're back to a three team race. And Can I, uh, let me ask be great. you this. As we kind of wind down the collegiate duels talk, mm-hmm. I will. You and Minio went back and mm-hmm. forth a bit. Yeah. And one aspect that is an interesting discussion point is Cornell is going to do finals online, which I don't yep. think is as big of a deal as the media is making it sound. And I'm not like throwing a dig at Pat. I'm just saying in general, the media right now is anything they can do to instill fear in people. They are. And it sounds worse than it is with Cornell doing finals online. Staff is still reporting. Are you at all in Corby's brain worried about COVID in March? You know, we talked about earlier the fact that John Smith not sending starters to a tournament because of COVID, you know, Cornell going to online classes. Cornell is still competing this weekend. I, I keep getting tweets like Cornell has come out and said it, the journeyman duels, and they've tweeted like Cornell is wrestling. They'll be there. Yes. Yanni said it for everybody wondering. Yes, Cornell will be there. I'm just using it as a segue. Do you think COVID's going to tweet things up in a couple months? I hope we learn from this little whatever name they put on this new one omnicron or whatever to me too like i'm not a big like hey listen we did what we had to do early on and it was what it was and and you know you wear your mask you do what you have to do um but at this point where it's like okay this new omnicron is basically like a, a body flu it sounds like, remember, like at the first virus, it was like, oh, well, you're going to come in contact with somebody and you're not going to get sick for five to seven days or whatever it was, right? It seems like now this Omnicron, people are like going to somebody's house and then getting it the next day. So what's that tell you? That tells you that it's basically down to a cold now, right? So why are we naming a freaking cold? That's the, the issue, right? throat is the number one symptom for the new Right, we're, we're naming a cold. Right. It's like now, remember when you grew up, a thunderstorm had just blow through. Now the son of a bitch has a name. Every thunderstorm has a name. You know what I mean? Like, I swear it does. So it's like now we're naming all. So hopefully what we're going to learn from this Omicron thing is that, listen, everybody's getting it. And the numbers are 
outrageous right now and everybody's getting it. Why, guys? Because it's it's down to a common cold. That's what we've been waiting for, right? So hopefully everybody just just relax, deep breath. It's it's okay. Go back a few years ago, and I'm I'm not one to be like, oh, this was listen. Every every cold, every the coronavirus is basically every cold's a coronavirus. It doesn't mean they're all COVID. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? They're all from the coronavirus. So when I'm the, it's, I don't know, I'm just, and I'm no doctor, but it's like, what are we doing here? We keep naming everything. Like, I don't know. To me, I learned last week with this Omicron that like, wait a minute, a buddy of mine I know went over to friends' houses and they, the next day, like, oh, hey, we, we, we're sorry. You know, we ended up test positive. We have it. The next day he was sick. He tested positive the next day. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just the cold now. It's like you go to somebody's house. It's yeah. not like waiting seven days. So hopefully it's over, not over, but hopefully we take a deep breath. Relax. I haven't been to NCAAs in two years. And that to me, like selfishly, I just, I want, I, I didn't go to NCAAs last year, even though I had a media credential because it wasn't worth it to me to just go try to work and create content and talk to people while in a mask. I can't breathe good out of my nose. So I'm like, I didn't want to go, but it's not even just that. I just hope the fans are back because going to grab food in between rounds and you're getting a burger at some hole in the wall bar and 40 people are talking about that round. That's the best. That's what I hope we get back to. Um, also, I don't know. If, I don't think we talked about it real quick, but I'm sure you want to assume Arizona state, Penn state for a second, Virginia Tech, Cornell. Got it. Let's go. We got, we'll have Latona Vito, right? Yep. I like Vito there. What we'll Myers yep. LaJoy. I like Myers. Hanlovic, Girardi's kind of a toss up. Now, here we go. Yanni Andonian. <laughs> Yanni Andonian. Now, Yanni gets in some funky positions. Yanni gets up into some guys. Andonian's a honey badger. Now, if there's one guy in the country at this weight class, not not saying that's going to happen. If there's one guy in the country at this weight class that I'm very, I said, very interested to see this match just because he lets everything go and he'll just go for it. So I'm interested to see that. Um, I like Yanni, but I'm interested, right? I just think it's going to be fireworks. There'll be some, uh, I mean, there's going to be a couple times in that match. You're just like, your mouth, you just look at the screen or the match with your mouth open. It's it's gonna happen. Um Yapujin, Brady, uh, let's see, that's a toss-up match. Ramirez Allray, toss-up match. Yep. Um Lewis and Foca. I like Lewis. Um, but let's see what Foca can do, right? I like Bowen versus Lowe. I like Cardenas over Howard, and I probably at this time maybe like Traxler over Fernandez. So that gives me one, two, three, four, four and a couple of toss, four for Vatek with one, two, three toss-ups. So I, I probably lean Vatek in that duel. I'd have to go look at it a little closer, but I'd probably lean Vatek in that duel. Um, yeah. Be an interesting duel, though. And then what other matches? Let me look here if I have any other nuggets that I want to throw at you. No, I don't think so. I think that's pretty much um, it. Are you going to be watching all day? You're taking work off Monday, Tuesday. What do you got going on? Did you reschedule things? You know, for me, the last two weeks of the year at my marketing company always die down. A lot of our clients take off for a week. A lot of the business owners are gone. So for me, it's one of those things where I'll have a real quiet day. So I'm just going to have it on all day long. Um, I don't like the, the last duels at nine o'clock at night only because I'm an early bird. I get up at five. I go to bed at nine, you know, but Penn State Cornell, I will stay up for it. I trust me. I'll be up till 11. So we yeah. So we have duels from 11 a.m. to like 10 p.m. or something like that. Um and then we have 
the next day they start at two o'clock and then the championship matches are at six and eight. So it, it's going to be a good event. I'm pumped. I, I can't wait. Um, it's on Rockfin. It costs yep. $10. I do want to have the Corby Martin episode. If we can make that happen. <laughs> um, after I would this. love to. I'm going to be great down. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I agree. I think it'll be fun. All right, Corby, anything else you want to touch on real quick before we go? No, just uh, tune in, everybody. Uh, Rockfin Collegiate Duels channel is how you get on it. You have to be a subscriber to the Rockfin platform, and then it is an extra $10 pay-per-view. You're going to get about 19 dual meets, much worth it. I was one of the first ones to come out and bash the pay-per-view model. I do not like it, but for an event like this, if I was at home, I would pay the ten dollars to watch nineteen or the twenty dollars to watch nineteen dual meets. If you join for a month, it's nineteen ninety nine or nine ninety nine plus the ten. Nineteen ninety nine, you're gonna get twenty dual meets. What I mean, how do you? Yeah. I mean, nineteen dual meets a little bit more than a buck a duel. I mean, you can't really beat it. I just don't like where we may go in the future. So what you're telling me then? In a couple weeks, Willie and I can just pay per view our our first word. Right. Yeah. That's where we're going to, you know, I don't, I just don't know if that's where, you know, and in this, in, you know, this money hungry world we live in, you know, believe me, it's going to happen. You know what I mean? And I don't like that. I have to join the platform. Like, and I get it because the platform needs its money too, but you can, you know, just to be able to buy the pay-per-view without having to join, I think would be another way to go. Like, Hey, make me sign up. I got to sign up. I have a login. My name and email is locked in. I don't have to purchase a subscription, but I can purchase a $10 pay-per-view if I want. Let me get my feet wet. Let me get into your platform a little bit, right? Watch what you got going. Then maybe I'll continue to join. So I think that would be an avenue we, we could go and I get why they didn't go that way. Um, so I got a lot of questions, man, when we get this, when we, <laughs> well, if we can I, get this episode going with Martin, um, I'm, and I'm going to do you know, it. So I'm, or I'm going to try to set it. it up. So, all right, <laughs> yeah, let's go. guys. Thanks for, thanks for tuning in Corby. Thank you, buddy. Soon. Awesome. Man. Yep. Bye-bye. And the beat goes on.